Hello, Burlington, and welcome to Net Zero Energy. I'm Jennifer Green, Director of Sustainability for the City of Burlington, where our goal is to reduce and eventually eliminate fossil fuel usage. Today, we're talking with Ita Menno, Project and Equity Analyst here at BED. Prior to joining BED, Ita worked for the Department of Permitting and Inspections, and before that, CEDO, the Community and Economic Development Office. As Project and Equity Analyst, ETA is moving us towards getting our printed materials translated and is working with the BIPOC and disadvantaged communities on input regarding policy and projects. We're really happy that ETA is at BED now and bringing an equity focus to our work. It's so awesome to have you with us on the Net Zero Energy Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It's exciting to have someone who's on the ground, in the community, doing the important work you do. So we're really glad you're here, and we're really glad you're BED. Do you want to talk a little bit about sort of what your job entails and why it's important for BED to have somebody who's focused on equity? In my three months here, there's been a lot of energy and hopes around how the work that we're doing, the outward-facing work that BED does, is touching the communities that we really want it to. There's been a lot of intention, a lot of desire, and I think that there's been maybe a lack of capacity actually, uh, to be able to do some of the work. And I think that the Burlington Electric Department really investing time and energy into creating a position that can fill that role has been a wonderful opportunity that I get to kind of move into. As you mentioned, and we maybe should have started the podcast with that, first Recito, Community Economic Development Office. And of course, you were really on the ground in your position there. And then you were Department of Permitting Inspections, you really became well-versed in the rental space, and that's important for BED. And then we can't forget, of course, that if we're really sincere about transitioning away from fossil fuels in the built environment and the ground transportation sectors, we can't just be working with the select few or folks that own their homes. So we've got to figure out a way to engage everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And finding these early touch points, coming in in late winter and early spring and developing these relationships with folks, I believe is going to set me up for an incredibly busy but but deeply successful fall as we prepare families who might never have given a lot of thought to efficiency or conservation. I'm so excited. And I think it's also important to note that not only do you have a lot of city experience, but you're also diversity, equity, and inclusion specialist with a company that you, I think you own or you founded. Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. CQ Strategies is a small uh, training collective, I guess. Um, I'm one of the founding partners. We've been around for 11 or 12 years now, uh, 11 officially. We are hired by governments, uh, organizations, uh, businesses to come in and teach anything from racial equity 101 type of things like what is bias, what is uh, what are microaggressions, what are any number of things to even to more evolved uh, systemic uh, issues like how does white supremacy culture show up in the nonprofit industrial complex. Do you see a role maybe at BED? Yeah, I think that's No, it's okay. I think that's an incredible opportunity for us to really do that. Some of the things that I've done since I've been here is, you know, providing um, folks with a couple of different tools to create a budget that has a root in uh, racial equity. And I think that's like things like that I think are going to be really important. 
as the racial equity, inclusion and belonging department starts to kind of come around to its new uh, structure, I think that I would love to work with them to figure out how to support the work that we're we're going to be doing here. I think that there could be a role. Well, what do you think, Ita? I'm just thinking out loud here, but okay. we talk about being present in the community and ensuring that all our projects and programs are equitable and everyone has access. And that's part of our strategic plan. But arguably, unless we really embody, embrace, and understand it, it may be hard to bring it to fruition in the community. So it does seem like it starts here in the department. Is that, what do you think? Is that true? Does yeah, that- I absolutely think that it's true. And I'm not opposed, I, like I really love the idea of doing uh, of doing trainings or having opportunities for folks to have regular conversations around how equity shows up in their work because having an understanding or an analysis of racial equity for everyone in this department is uh, is such an important thing. I think that how BED shows up in the community is an, is an opportunity to really kind of nurture our relationships with folks that are not like thinking about electric vehicles. Can you talk about some of the collaborations that you see happening with some of our nonprofits? I, I know you've been talking to, say, AALV, for example. I think that it'll take a long time for um, for the Burlington Electric Department and myself to be able to nurture the kinds of relationships we want. AALV is a really good example, and within that building, there's all where uh, that company resides, um, where they have case managers and lots of folks coming in. They have a a youth group um, that I walked through the other day, and there had to have been forty young people um, in that group. It was incredible. Um, there's also the, uh, Janice Munt family room and, um, I've been spending a lot of time there and folks are genuinely engaged in the work and want and have questions and want support. And I think that what we're seeing right now, um, in the short amount of time and the few conversations that we've had is that, um, folks want to know how to read their bill. They want to know why are these numbers showing up? How come there are three or four charges on my bill? What does this red notice mean? We're already talking with um, with the family room and with AALV to develop some projects, um, but also multiple languages in, as um, we do workforce development and as we grow our, our local economy and bring people into this department, we have an opportunity to, to really show up for a, a growing multi, uh, ling- multilingual community. Yeah, I really think that's a really important conversation is the workforce development piece and just and diversifying our department and this and the city overall, really, in terms of what our workers, our staff look like, yeah, where um, they come from, what they speak at home. Absolutely. What are the requirements that we have for our positions? Like if you if you need a engineering degree for a certain position, does the engineering degree have to come from the United States or what are the like what are the certifications that they really need in order to do this job, whichever job it is. We know that workforce development is important from a net zero energy standpoint because unless we have the electricians, the engineers, the building science folks, the weatherization people, we are not going to get to net zero. So we really need to be mm-hmm. making this space available to anyone that's interested. Yeah. Absolutely. And so yeah, that's really important yeah. too. I'll also say that it's really important for us to think about how we show up in the community, how we can create, like how our contributions make the community 
a, a safer, more livable place for 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 BIPOC folks who move to the community for, to work here. Because I can tell you that um, anecdotally, a lot of people, a lot of people of color that I know that have come to Burlington for work have also left Burlington because of work, you know? And so what does that mean? And how do we hold ourselves accountable for creating environments for enticing folks to come here for this work, but not making it, you know? And how do we make the spaces safe for, for people of color who move here to work with us? You have your work cut out for you. From everything that I can tell, uh, that leadership at the Burlington Electric Department is really committed to to the work that I'm doing um, and the intention behind the work. And I'm really grateful. I think that it's such an important thing for us to do. I think that, you know, racism and oppression evolves and mutates in order to stay potent. So whatever, however it's, it's showing up in 2023, by 2030, it's going to look different, you know? So we as a department need to be just as agile. Um, and I think that that's a role for us, Jen. Okay. <laughs> I think that I think that's a really cool role for us. Yeah, let's do it. Itameno, Project and Equity Analyst for the Burlington Electric Department. It's been a pleasure to have you with us today. Thanks for having me. Thank you again for listening to Net Zero Energy. If you have any questions about this podcast or what BED offers regarding incentives, rebates, or technological support, look for us at burlingtonelectric.com or call us at 802-865-7300. You can also follow us on Facebook. We're always here to help and look forward to engaging with you on our mutual path to net zero energy. Mm -hmm.